good morning, or I guess whatever time it is that you're listening into this podcast. We're back with another episode of the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. Today, we are here with Marion and Lauren Hoffman and uh, feed marketing representative Kirsten Smith with Country Junction Feeds and Hoffman's Horse Products. And we're here today, we're going to talk about the Hoffman story. So Marion, how are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you. Wonderful. And Lauren, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just perfect. Lauren's here in the background. He will be auditing this <laughs> podcast episode. And Kirsten, how are you doing today? I'm good, Cass. Good. So let's get this started. How did you and Lauren get into the quarter horse breeding industry? Well, uh, we're two people that have been interested in horses since we could walk. And it uh, when we got married, we had I had a horse and he had couple of three horses and uh, as we went along we saw horses we liked better than the ones we had and so we we would uh, go to a sale or, or do some trading and end up with a better horse and so it just progressed and progressed and pretty soon uh, we saw uh, some registered quarter horses that we liked and, and ended up with two or three of them and we ended up buying a stallion. Um, I think he was about three years old when we bought him. And uh, he was a good horse, but he did have a, a big fault. He loved to buck. <laughs> and so uh, we ended up leasing him to a friend of ours who ran horses in the British flock. And they absolutely loved him because he uh, never lost any of his mares to another stud. Mm -hmm. And they got quite a kick out of him because he immediately went, when they turned him loose, he immediately went out and rounded up his mares. And then there was an antelope there. And so he put great effort into trying to put the antelope into his herd. <laughs> so that was kind of a fun oh, thing. Oh, gosh. And then uh, the next stallion that we had we bought uh, I just don't remember the year but um, he was a, a very pretty uh, stallion and he put out really nice foals and uh, yearling colts but as they grew up they didn't keep developing into the positive and when they were young we had a pasture by the lake where we were and people would stop on the road and just look at those colts. There, sometimes there'd be two or three cars just stop looking at those colts. And we won um, ju reserve junior mare, yearling mare, well I was reserve junior so that would have been three years and under uh, for the year with one of his colts and uh, uh, just was good. But they didn't carry on, and so uh, we ended up uh, selling him. And I guess that the next stud that we had was uh, um, Skips and Parr. We did have one other stud in there, uh, but I won't, it didn't work out really well, so I won't go into that. Uh, but we bought Skips and Parr. We were looking, we were at the World Show and we were looking for uh, a good stallion. And we were sitting, Judy had gone to uh, college 
for in uh, Colorado for horse training and, and horse management and whatnot. And we were sitting with the couple that he ran that college. And uh, we were telling him we were looking for a horse, a stallion. And we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, he just sat up straight, and he said, Lauren, I know the horse, and he's here. And so as soon as that class was over, that was the uh, uh, pole bending, and you didn't want to miss pole bending down at the world. It was absolutely something you'd never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, off we went to the barns, and we found the gal, and uh, her husband wasn't there. And uh, she said, I haven't got the key to the box for his halter and stuff. Oh, well, I guess that doesn't bother much. And she kicked the straw around and grabbed a twine out of the stall and threw it over Zan's head and took him out into the uh, uh, alleyway. And the alleyway crossing that was a, a main route for horses going from the show ring to, there were just all sorts of horses. And Zan just stood there and looked, he was interested, but he never did a thing, you know. And some of the other horses that we had looked at, uh, one actually kicked at Lorne and tried to <laughs> annihilate him. <laughs> but anyway, he was, he was just perfect. And he was young. Yeah, he was a yearling. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, uh, we, um, said, you know, we put it, they put him back in the stall, and we asked where they lived, and they told us, and it was in Kansas, and we said, well, we'll be going home that way, so we'll stop in and have a really good look at him. Yeah. And uh, so we went and, and had a look, and it, was, it had been pouring rain, and all the ground was muddy and slippery and whatnot, so she said, well, I'm just going to take him out on this grass and lounging for you. And, you know, he just started off in the most, the sweetest, uh, motion you ever wanted to see, and we went, wow. <laughs> and so that was pretty well it. Yeah. And so we left him there for the winter, and their uh, rider uh, was training him. And he said at one point, he and, he and um, another gal that was, was working for him went out on two horses. And he was on Zan because he hadn't ridden him hardly at all at that point. And the, the girl was on a horse that was supposed to be well on his way. Well, they got out riding, and this horse that she was riding just kind of went snake. And so they traded horses. And she rode along on Zan like an old horse, and he, he had to be pretty powerful with what he did with the other horse. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. And uh, so anyway... Uh, he spent the winter there, and, you know, honestly, I can't remember exactly how he got up here, but we picked him up in Medicine at the horse show, and Leslie Timmons was, was there, and he said, I got a riding, and so we said, okay, so he threw his saddle on, and off he went, and he come running back, and he said, Marion, we have to put him in the pleasure fraternity, <laughs> and I said, well, when does it close? He said, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, gee whiz, well, you know, how, how, you're not going to have much time. He said, I don't need much time. And so we put him in the pleasure fraternity, and he was reserve champion. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And his life just kind of went on like that, and Les did pretty well all the showing with him. And he would... Uh, 
he would always uh, go out and do something different if they had a trail set up out, outside uh, the uh, arena. Just something to break the tension. Yeah. And so he, uh, at this one show, well, several shows, they would have a trail thing set up outside. So he'd take him out and wander him through the trail to give him something to do with so he wasn't always pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And anyway, one day he decided, well, what the heck? He's doing pretty good. I think I'm going to put him into that trail for Jersey. And he put him in the trail for charity, and he won it. <laughs> <laughs> he was a really good all-around horse and well-built and well-mannered and just everything, eh? He didn't have a hole in him anywhere. Doesn't sound like it. No. He, uh, Lorna, after breeding season, he always turned him, turned him out uh, for some free time. Right. And so uh, he, this one particular day, he took him out, and he turned him out in the uh, field that was north of our our arena. And then there was a hill that went up, and halfway up this hill was a wire gate, and that's a fence, mm -hmm. the whole, whole nine yards. And so Lauren took the halter off him, and he just expected him to run around in the field, you know. Well, he just bolted out of there, and he headed up that hill, and when he got to the gate, Lauren could see what was going to happen, and he just was, oh, no, you know. And, boom, and over the wire fence he went, and he went up on the hill and took a spin for Lauren to see and was gone. And this is a pleasure stud. Yeah, it's yeah. a pleasure stud, but also a jumper. It's yeah, that's right. Like. Well, and, you know, there's, I, Judy Dahl was here the other day, and she, she took all the pictures, all these pictures of Zan or hers. And... She said, uh, I said, it's just too bad that there was never any jumpers. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, there, no, I, I've got the wrong person. It was a different person that told me that. And she said she had bred to one of Zan's sons. And she said, well, there are some jumpers, Marion. And I said, where? And she said, this, this particular son, Sugared Sandbar, mm -hmm. uh, he had... Uh, put out some horses that they, they did would go jumping, and they did well. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. Just an all-around great guy. Oh, he was. So how many mares over the years and how long oh, <laughs> their faces, if you guys could see their faces, okay, t pick a number out of the sky. How many do you think? How many have, a year? Um, yeah, how many a year? We bred probably 40 mares a year to him. We bred yeah. way more mares than More than, than that. that. And then you had your own, and then you also had clients coming in, right? Yes. People that wanted oh, to yes. breed to we, we, I think we were breeding up to like 130 mares, but yeah. some of those were to other studs. Like right. His sons. Like we had right. him, and we had his sons. And right. And we, we bred, there were six of them actually with the yeah. stud and the, and oh, the five yeah. young ones. And we, we would breed like 130, 140 wow. mares a year. So then what led um, you to look deeper into needing something more nutritionally for your breeding program? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we would get a mare that was in heat, supposedly. Yeah. So Lauren would get her in, and we'd get her ready to breed her. But by the time we were going to breed her, she said, Nah, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. And so we put the stud away. And turned the mare out, oh, dear, the mare's in heat. <laughs> and so it was driving us nuts. So we, uh, we did try some things. But 
generally what we found was they wouldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. And then if they did eat it, it wasn't doing what we needed it to do. Yeah. And uh, so we, we were getting some feed from ADM in Lethbridge. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Grumpelt was, was their nutritionist. Yeah. And so the uh, manager said, we talked to him, and that's a crazy story because uh, we had him come to talk to some young married couples at the church uh-huh. about uh, um, managing your money. Yeah. And so we just, he sounded so sane. <laughs> <laughs> and so Lauren said, can we talk to you after you're done? And we told him about this, what was happening, and we, you know, it was driving us crazy. And he said, you know, he said, you're asking the right question at the right time. He said, I've got the best nutritionist in Western Canada, maybe all of Canada, working at the mill right now. Yeah. And so he said, I will get the two of you together. So, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks maybe, and uh, we met in a restaurant in Claire's home. And Lauren would say, now I want this. And Bernie would say, yeah, you're right on. And then he'd say, and I want that. He said, you can't do that. Well, why can't I? <laughs> so We still have those conversations with yeah. Bernie. <laughs> yes, we do. So anyway, he'd say, well, if you, if you do that, that'll work okay, but it's going to knock this right out of the ballpark. You know, you aren't going to have any good from that particular part of the right. recipe. So anyway, off he went then, and he, he said, I'll, I'll call you when I've got a sample made. Yeah. So he called, and we went down and got this. And it was really crazy because we had had um, one of these mares that was in and out, and, and we missed her. We didn't get her in full. And so uh, we got this right after that episode happened. And so we put, put, we were really watching her. We put all our horses on, but she was the one we were watching. Yeah. And... Uh, when it came time for her heat cycles, it was just strong and steady, and we bred her. Yeah. And the neat part about this story, there's always neat parts. Of course, of story, course. You know, when we dispersed, yeah. uh, there was people buying, you know, trying to buy the studs, and of course they couldn't all get them. And anyway, this one guy uh, was there that owned this, this mare, this black mare. And he saw, he was just watching the crowd, and this one guy just bid and bid on some of the different horses and didn't end up with anything. And he walked over there, he said, you know, I got a really good colt at home off this stud, good mare. And off they went, and they paid, they paid him 15000 for a yearly colt. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this was in 1997. Yeah. Wow. And then one of the other people they missed, and they knew there was a horse sale in Lacombe. Mm-hmm. And they just drove like crazy to get to Lacombe. And when they got to Lacombe, the horse was in the ring. And they just walked up to the thing and took a look at it. Yep, that looks like a good horse. And they started bidding. And he wasn't bringing a whole lot because, you know, those particular people that were there didn't... didn't uh, didn't want us a yearling stud or whatever, but right. this guy really wanted a yearling stud. And so he he nabbed him at a, a pretty nice price. Yeah. You know? So so that he he ended up with a good thing from that day. Too. Absolutely. And then we were sitting down having supper after the sale 
and we had a call from a guy in Argentina. Oh, and no. he asked if the sale had started. And we said, well, we're sorry, you know, because it has ended. We're yeah. just having a meal after all the horses are sold. And he was just heartbroken because he wanted to bid. But it was a really good thing for us that it happened that way because anybody out of the U.S. that wanted to bid had to send us a deposit right. to let us know that they were really interested. I think we charged them $1,500, I think. Okay. And, and so... Uh, it was good because he had made no deposit, so we wouldn't have been able to work with him mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. So, you know, the Lord looks after us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So once you got the mares on it, their their heat cycles were a lot better. What other um, what other differences and results were you seeing with the other horses? Well, we saw some really neat things. We always we had a we had half barrels in a what two acre field maybe. Yeah, maybe. And we put grain in them, mm -hmm. and those horses, uh, you know, it was an incentive for them to come in, and we had a hired girl working for us. The most fun thing in the world for her was to ride out and bring in the broodmares. So anyway, we'd get them in there, and they'd start kicking and, and, and uh, diving at the other person to get their grain and so on. So when we, when we got the mineral, we quit using grain, and we started putting mineral in there. And it was the weirdest thing you ever saw because everybody would go to the tub and it was as quiet as it could be. They'd just stand there and eat their mineral. Healthy ah. horse is a happy horse. That's, That's exactly true. right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So so that was that was really neat. Run that question by me again. No worries. Which results were you seeing other than the Colts. even heats and that? Like what were you seeing in your colts? Um, people right off the bat started coming to pick up their mare. And we'd bring her out of the barn or wherever we had her. And they'd go, wow, because she was looking way better than when she'd come in. Right. And that that really gave us, uh, you know, a lot of, of people brought their mares because of the stud for sure. Yes. Or the studs because we were breeding six of them. And or, But also because we looked after the mares well. Yes. You know, so, so it was just a... Win-win situation. Yeah, their coats were looking good, oh, and they they're just shiny glow. and yeah. healthy, and they're glowing from the inside out. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and so which? Go ahead. But the colts, their legs were much better. Yeah, straight-legged. Straight-legged horses, and that yeah. makes a difference too. Yeah. yeah, and everything. Yeah, it was it was where it was supposed to be. Absolutely, <clears throat> and they were different when they hit the ground. Yeah, and the one lady said to me, uh, "My mare had a colt." And I said, oh, good. What do you think of it? She said, you know, I don't know what to think of it. She said, that colt has, and the only way I can describe it, it, it has a presence that other colts don't have. And she said, it's just like a stand in there, like, okay, I'm here. Now, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know. Oh, so I love it. Yeah. I call them little horses. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's right. Exactly. They're not babies. They're little horses. Yeah. So yeah. That's right. Um, which horses on the property were getting the mineral? Was it just the broodmares, or was it everybody across Every the board? Every horse in our thing got, got Hoffman's horse mineral. And I should tell you that when we first started, you know, people saying, we need some mineral. And what we did to begin with was we uh, sent every customer home with the amount of mineral 
yeah. that for a year's supply. Yeah. So so those horses were looked after. But then there were other people that got wanting it. And one of the neighbors said, the funniest thing I ever saw, you know, look where you've gone. And he, she said, I remember we had a little, it wasn't a rabbit, but it was one of those little cars. Yeah. And he'd flatten the back seat down a Philip phone. <laughs> and I said, he'd go past here in the back tires and be flat in this car and be full of mineral. He was heading off somewhere. People still do that today. It's gold. <laughs> it's gold. That's why. So what led to Hoffman's being available to the public? And how were you involved at the time with that? Well, we were still breeding and, you know, doing our thing. And... They were taking it home, like I was right. saying, we were sending it home. Yeah. Well, then their neighbors would come and say, wow, do your horses ever look good? Yeah. What are you feeding them? Yeah. So we'd tell them, and so eventually we had to start looking for stores that would put them in the stores. And one of the first uh, stores that took it was UFA. Mm-hmm. And so we had a grid then over over Alberta, yep. and uh, from there on, it just kept spreading, and like Lauren and I always say, said, you know, this mineral's got us by the hand, and it's just dragging us along a lot faster than we can run. Faster you know? and further than <laughs> yeah. probably even expected. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, so um, we uh, started milling at, at Wetaskiwin, mm-hmm. and ADM still does the, uh, the first product, mm-hmm. and then uh, we started getting, uh, you know, people wanting it further and further and further away, so we started going down to Ontario, uh-huh. and we worked in Ontario and oh my gosh, did they ever need that mineral? Yeah. Some of the things they were feeding their horses were just <laughs> absolutely. It was. I'd ask. I got so I'd ask. So what are you feeding your horse? Mm-hmm. And whenever they opened their mouth and said what they were feeding, I'd say an and. Yeah. And, and and this one gal, I said, you know what? And she said, what? I said, I'm really surprised your horse isn't dead. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was terrible, and every one of them were rich. Yeah, have the money, and they just don't know what to be feeding to make for a healthy horse. So I said, you know, if you you want to do it, try this, because it's simple. And she went off with a bag of mineral, and I've never heard anything since. (laughs) No news is good news. Yeah, right. Right. So you guys were, you have the product, and you're going across Canada, um, selling the product and preaching the good word of Hoffman's, (laughs) like Kirsten and I do. And where were we, Lauren? We were down in Ontario someplace, up near, up around by Kingston. Okay. Ottawa, not too far from Ottawa. And we had a... Nutritionist come along, mm-hmm. and he went off, and he come back, and he said, "Would you mind if I read that information that you were talking from, you know, yeah. myself?" And and I said, "Well, sure, you know, there's a chair and there's a shade for you. We have a, a canopy on, and and uh, so he sat down there, and he, an hour maybe, he was there." And he went over all that information, and he come to me, and he said, you know, he said, if you're a really good nutritionist, 
and you know your stuff. And you work all of your life doing it. Uh, maybe, maybe once you'll land on the exact ration right. that will do the utmost mm -hmm. for it. And he said, I think that's what's happened to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, I don't know whether I don't know whether I should even say this, but I'm going to. <laughs> uh, when we so we would keep reporting back to Bernie mm -hmm. about what was happening. And he'd look at us and say, Really? <laughs> and we were getting results that yeah. he, he just had not known. Right. You know? So it was really Bernie still likes to brag when you, when he says he they made he put the mineral together. He goes one try, yeah, one try. Yes. <laughs> well, and he said when he phoned, now come and pick it up, you know. And he said it isn't written in stone. We we can work with this if you don't like what it does. And it's never been touched in that first. Thing. Amazing. And I think if he ever started monkeying with it, it'd probably go downhill. Right. <laughs> and that's what twenty six years ago. Yes. Yeah. Twenty six like yeah. years yeah. it's been around and it yeah. hasn't changed because there's been no need to change. No. no. That's amazing. It's proven yeah. itself. What was it like selling across Canada? What are some of your favorite stories or memories on the road? Or did you go down to the States? Oh yeah, we yeah. we went to to a lot of places. We we actually mill in, in Effingham, Illinois still. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's something you didn't know. Eh? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I'll tell you yeah. about it later. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it that made you choose Country Junction Feeds to, to kind of carry on with the Hoffman's product? Well, uh, Daryl at one point had mm -hmm. worked at uh, ADM in yeah. Lethbridge at the same time that Bernie was there. Yeah. So we knew him really well, and we knew he was very competent. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then... Uh, when we, uh, Bernie went up there, moved from ADM to, to Wetaskiwin Co-op, and, uh, he was our drawing card. Yeah. You know, we knew Daryl and whatnot, and, and we had a good relationship, but because Bernie went there, we just carried on working with him because he had done such a, a fantastic job of the mineral to begin with yeah absolutely know? yeah it was really good so. so Kirsten why are you here and what's your connection or our history with Hoffman's well I'm a feed marketing rep representative with Country Junction Feeds and Hoffman's Horse Products and I'm also lucky enough to call Lauren and Mary and my grandparents <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty great people I quite yeah. like them so what was it like um, launching the full product line because when did the full product line come about? So it was 2016, and it was very exciting. So I got offered the job, I believe it was November. So I still had about a couple months of school left. And so at that time, I was sitting in between classes looking at Pantones for bag colors <laughs> and trying to come up with names for products. And ProFat gave... I lost sleep over what to call pro-fat, pro-fat, and all these things. So it was really, it was very exciting to be a part of it. Um, and just really cool to see, like, where the future was going and yeah. just seeing how it was expanding. Um, even just all the things from, like, 
the marketing materials and the brochures and it, it was just very cool to be a part of something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, as this is a barrel racing podcast, uh, what products do you typically recommend for a performance horse? So Hoffman's has quite a few products. So Hoffman's horse products now, grandma was talking about the horse mineral um, in 2006, Hoffman's horse ration and Hoffman's, horse, uh, Hoffman's performance mineral yeah. were developed. And then in 2016, we launched the line. So currently Hoffman's has 15 products total. So there's quite a handful that are useful for performance horses. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, I'll say our elite ration. So our elite ration is our performance horse feed. Mm -hmm. Big thing about Hoffman's is we don't add any sugars or starches or any other grains. It's all fat-based energy. So mm -hmm. you get a long, cool energy to your horse yes. compared to that starch high. Yeah. So like the starch high, starch and sugars, that would be people you know you drink your coffee in the morning and you kind of got that extra jolt exactly. but then you're going to crash later on exactly. versus um you know eating a good healthy lunch and you got that good fats and you're going to be able to carry on throughout the day right yes exactly okay. we also have quite low feeding rates mm -hmm. which is another bonus um the next product i mean there's so many so profat is another one that is used a lot with performance sources so it's a supplemental ration mm -hmm. you just add a few pounds in on top of whatever else you feed and it's our high fat supplement so 18% fat, 16% protein, and something that's used in ProFat that is also used in all of our products that have added fat levels mm -hmm. is we use a fat digestion aid. Yes. So the horse is actually able to digest all of it and utilize all of it, yes. which I truly believe is what we get such quick Result. good results from good yeah idea. because it's not just going straight through their system. They're actually yeah. able to use it, They're which using is it. a big yeah. difference. Um, the next product is we have our Hoffman's Performance Mineral as mm -hmm. well. So essentially what we did, well, what they did, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> they took the original mineral, they pelleted it, and they upped in all the areas needed for muscle and joint recovery mm -hmm. um, as well. So there's it's really high in biotin, really high in uh, vitamin B12, and the amino acids are also balanced for performance. So it is a pelleted mineral as well, mm -hmm. so it's really palatable. Um, the next product I would mention, and it's a newer one, is our Biamugen. So our biological amino acid muscle generator. <laughs> that Bernie, who's so smart, decides to come up with his own words for products yeah. as well. <laughs> this is what happens when you let the nutritionist in on the marketing meeting. So. <laughs> but it is a really great product. It's an amino acid supplement, and its sole purpose is to build muscle. So it's a lot the same nutrition as your BCAAs uh, that you take before going to the gym. So it just helps your horse build muscle. Um, it's also very palatable. It's pelleted, so it's very palatable. It's a really good price point, mm -hmm. and it is very easily added into any feed program. The ingredient list is so short because it's really just a few things to help pellet it and amino acids. Yeah, it's awesome. You do see really good results with it, and it's a really very, great price point as well. Yes, very good price point. Hoffman's in general is a very good price point for the quality of the feed. Exactly. Yeah. So a question that you and I get asked a lot, so as this is my main job, you guys, this podcast <laughs> is not my main job, as many people seem to think, um, a question that we often get asked is, 
who gets the mineral? Like, is it just broodmares and young horses? Is it... Everything. Everything. Everything should be... So, I always say not every horse needs a ration, but every horse needs to be on a good mineral. You alleviate so many costs. Um, it's it's your immune system, digestion, coat, hooves. That pasture pony needs to be on a mineral. You're yes. going to really help yourself out if you do that. They're going to eat less hay. Um, the list is very long yes. of what the mineral will do. And you don't end up going to the vet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have fed, like, the mineral's been around. It's only a few years younger than me. And we have, at our place, very little... Um, I don't even know if we've had a horse actually get sick, yeah. quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. What is your favorite part about Hoffman? Besides oh. your grandparents. <laughs> Besides the fact that I've smelt it my entire life, in every vehicle and hands and clothes. And, no, that would be a downside, actually. What did I say to Kirsten? Oh. I like the smell of the mineral. She's like, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it anymore. No, I think my favorite part is... That we're just real people. We're real horse people. We don't, like when Bernie develops a product, we try it on all of our own horses first. Yeah. And we make adjustments based on that. Like an example is Biamugen was initially a powder supplement. Mm -hmm. uh, we were trying it, feeding it to our horses. And we were getting good results, but a handful, um, we were having trouble. Uh, they weren't, it wasn't super palatable. They didn't, weren't wanting to eat it. Right. So we made that adjustment and now it's a really palatable supplement. And that's something that's always really exciting is like when people are just asking their questions about quality control and things like that is yeah. that we're not making a, we're not just making a product for your horses. We're making a product that we need to be comfortable feeding to our horses too and yes. getting the best results from it. And I really think that that's what we do. I love how hands-on we are yes. with our customers. That's the favorite part of my job is just talking to people and explaining things to them in yeah. a way that they're going to be able to understand. I love that I have a direct line to our nutritionist who put it together. Yes. I When you call our office, you're calling the same office that Bernie sits and works in. I think that's very cool. We're Canadian. We're Alberta made. Yes, which is great. Which is very cool as well. Uh, the list is really long. I I love that we still have Zan on the bags of our yes. feed. <laughs> that's more, I guess, a personal thing. But that horse on the bags of Hoffman's Horse Products, that's not a stock photo. That is Zan. That's Zan. And actually, when the dispersal sale that Grandma and Grandpa were talking about, I was five years old, and I rode Zan yes. when in the sale. Yes, that's she so did. cool. Yes. Threw uh -huh. him up on her up on top, and, wait, and she had pink eyes, so she had to wear yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> inside. And my I rode him with the saddle on, and my sister rode him bareback. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a great horse. Do you guys you recall how he was bred? He was Zanpar Bar. Mm -hmm. He's the son of Zanpar Bar. <laughs> And Skipper, Skipper w, w on the bottom. Okay. In yeah. case anybody wants to go look that up. Yeah. You'll still see lots of but, papers with Zan on them. Yeah. We bought him as a yearling. Right. And Zanpar Bar was still being shown and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And he was twice or three times world champion halter horse. Very cool. And and so uh, and he was a great roping horse and whatnot. You yeah. Know? So. He was just really coming into his prime. Yeah. When and we already had Zan and Carol Rose has tried to at least lease Zan and find out what he was because she 
was looking to buy him, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she said, well, how many horses have you got uh, listed, you know, to breed this summer? And I think at that time, I said, no, we have horses. She phoned me and wanted to buy the horse, and I said, no, we've got horses to breed here, and, <laughs> and the contracts are all made out. And she said, well, how many have you got? And I said, 35. <laughs> and she said, whoa. <laughs> 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 like, so, yeah. Yeah, and that's Carol Rose. Yeah. Horse well, people know that. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to you, Kirsten, to carry on the Hoffman's legacy? Um, It's very cool. It's kind of... I actually don't tell very many people the family connection when no, I'm you selling. You don't tell them unless they ask, how are Marin and Lauren how Yes, how are they doing? Or sometimes they they say facts that aren't true, and so I yeah. <laughs> I do correct that yeah. as well. Because it, I, I truly do believe in the product so much, mm-hmm. um, and always have. Um, like I said, it's just cool to be able to see where we've come. Yeah. Like, I remember it when it was in a brown paper bag, and to see it now is just very neat. Um, to be able to come back and report to Grandma and Grandpa of what we're doing and where we're going, and it's just, it's all very exciting. And I, I just love being part of a company, and any company, but especially one that has your family name attached to it, that we're growing and we're expanding and we're just getting better and better, which yeah. I think is yeah. so awesome. And that bag trip was was quite something from a brown bag you right know? and we yeah. tried different things and and we had we, we got to one with zan's picture on it and whatnot but the quality of the bag it was like it was uh just uh uh brown heavy brown paper mm-hmm. and then they had a pinstripe uh oh yeah cover I that. cover over that yeah and it'd get wet you know the the moisture would soak into it and mm-hmm. it'd rip and oh yeah, there was a lot, lot of things. Trial so we didn't use that a whole long time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things go into picking how to sell you your feed. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. There's a lot more than people realize. Yeah, yeah. Who's all on the Hoffman's team right now? All right. Oh, goodness. Okay, so for rodeo performance, um, we have, well, Carly Christensen. So she covers a couple disciplines and classic performance horses. Yes. Uh, Curtis Cassidy, who is currently second in the world right now in steer wrestling. Yeah, we had a great run at San Antonio. We sure did, yeah. And then Tucson the next day. Um, We have Chance Butterfield. He's an all right guy. Yeah, he's decent. (laughs) (laughs) We have uh, Chase Simpson. So Chase has um, Chase Simpson and Brady Davies. They have carried the Hoffman's name very well for many years. Um, great guys. Um, we have Shauna Sapurja mm-hmm. and Sapurja Raining Horses, and she's uh, still doing as good as ever. Um, we have Deb Story yeah. with Topline top line Training. Yeah. Topline Training, and she has Arabian Horses. Yes, and does really well with them. She was just down in Scottsdale. I'm waiting to hear a report back on how she did. And if I'm missing someone, I feel really bad about it. That's okay. I put you on the spot. And that was, I like to put you on the spot sometimes. That's okay. Yes. But, um, I actually, I love our team Hoffman's. It's very cool. Like everyone that we sponsor has loved Hoffman's and bought it on their own for years. So yes. it means a lot to us to have these people with such high end performance horses on the ground level. Um, another, uh, 
where that I'm really proud of is Highfield Stock Farm. Yes. So Highfield Stock Farm is at Alderside area and they are a thoroughbred breeding operation. Some of the best looking thoroughbreds coming out of Alberta. Yes. And actually some of the highest selling out of Alberta as well. And they are just the best to work with. They, the quality of horses that they're selling and the fact that, and this is with everyone that these people trust us to feed their horses at that high dollar amount. And then, I mean, I feed the same thing to them as I do to my grade quarter horse, who's the most amazing horse in the world. So (laughs) (laughs) it means just as much to us to feed those horses as that does when you choose to trust us to feed um, your 25-year-old horse that has always meant something to you for your whole life. Yes. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? I think we've done pretty good here. Yeah. Well, great. I'm really glad we got to sit down today and and capture the story and have it on audio. (laughs) I think that's great. So thank you so much. And thank you. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. For more information on Hoffman's Horse Products, you can visit their website at www.hoffmanshorseproducts.com.